Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Hey you, <laughs> how are you doing? It's good to be back right here on Africa Tech Radio. Yes, you see technology has come a long way. Things that we're used to today, they were non-existent decades or even centuries ago. You'd be surprised. I they say shocked at the technological methods that were used in the past. Now because of the word technological twist my tongue, I'm going to be plain safe and just saying tech, okay? So some tech methods were used in the past, back then, centuries ago, decades ago, and some of them were just outrageous, while others were improved upon to give us what we use today, what we know and love today, okay? You'll be so surprised, I tell you. And that's what we'll be talking about. We'll be dwelling on that today on Tech Me Back, the Thursday segment of Tech Talk. And by 3.30, we'll have Culture Spotlight, where we'll be discussing a selected culture. So you do not want to miss that. You want to listen to that. My name is Lillian. You can call me your brown sugar. And I'm here to paint you a picture of how tech was used in the past. I have my brushes here with me. I have my canvas. I have my paint. And I'm ready to paint that perfect picture. You're listening to Africa Tech Radio, by the way. And we'll be starting with the medical field right after this break. If you're wondering why the medical field, but bro, <laughs> if you know how medicine was practiced back then, you'll be happy that you're actually alive today. All right, so stay tuned. Don't go away. Don't touch that dial. Don't disappear because you're going to be closing your eyes and you're imagining how things were. A song by Imagine Dragons, Bad Liar. Enjoy. Africa Tech Radio. Your plug for all things tech. I wouldn't say I am a bad liar because I don't even lie at all. I'm the best. <laughs> yes, I'm the best. I don't lie. I don't. I, I don't tell a lie. I am. I'm very honest. I'm honest to a fault that you know. If you don't want me to tell you something, if you don't want to hear something, don't ask me. Don't ask me, Lillian. Am I a bad person if you would not like my response? Honestly, I will even ask you, I'll say, do you want me to massage your ego and tell you, no, you're the best in the entire world, or do you want the truth? If you want the truth, tell me. Or if you don't want the truth, tell me now. Not going to vex after I tell you what I want to tell you. And then you say, I want the truth. I'll say, I actually, you're not a bad person. You're actually terrible. You have a terrible attitude and you need to work on that. You asked me, don't get upset, okay? Yes, it is. Take me back. You're welcome back. And it's time for me to take you back, way back, back into tech. Mm-hmm. You see, there are some methods, really questionable methods that were used to treat common ailments back then. That is just surprising. Like, what? Are you kidding me? You know, I stumbled upon this first a couple of years back and I was just shocked. You know, it made me see medicine in a very new light. It made me see technological advancements in a ve- I said I was not going to say that word again, but it is what it is. It made me see tech advancements in a new light. I mean, I was, I'm now more appreciative of the things we have today, of the mobile phones, the EKG, yes, the x-ray machine, everything that's used in the hospital, everything that we use everywhere. I'm so appreciative of it because when I remember what I read back then about what was used for, you know, medicine and other fields. Ah, I'll just say thank you, Lord, for giving these people the ability to invent whatever it is that they invented. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So what am I talking about? Let us start with this one. So there was this medical practice called bloodletting, right? Bloodletting was a medical practice that dated back thousands of years. It was believed that 
sickness was caused by an excess of bad blood in the body. When I say sickness, I'm talking about anything. If I have a headache and I say, oh, my head, it feels like they're pounding on it. They'll say, yes, I know. There's so much blood in your body that needs to be removed. If I say my stomach, oh my gosh, I feel a pinch in my stomach. Somebody will say, yes, you have so much blood in your body. Whatever it is, it's just so much blood in the body. The ancient Sumerians and Egyptians likely practiced bloodletting, but it became more common during the time of classical Greece and Rome when prominent physicians like Hippocrates and Galen advocated for it. They said, yes, it is the way to go. So why not? He said it. Why wouldn't it be the way to go? His words are yay and amen, <laughs> right? So according to their theory, the human body had four humors, yellow bile, black bile, phlegm, and blood, which needed to be balanced for good health. You have to have the same scale, same balance for good health of, of these four things. So patients with a fever, imagine you're having a fever, fever. That everybody has experienced at least. I, I even experienced it in 2020. I'm not even going to go into that right now. I was scared. I mean, 2020 is a year that COVID took over the world. You know, although it's called 2019. <laughs> but in reality, it's 2020. COVID 2020. Right? And I had fever then. And I was scared. Oh my gosh. Do I have COVID? Do I have COVID? But it turned out that I didn't have COVID. It was just, you know, a regular fever that we experience here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so imagine back then, I had a fever. They'll say, oh, you have excess blood. Let us take it out. Even if it was a cold, even if it was running nose, whatever it is, they will take it out, right? So what they did was they will try and like remove those excess blood. They will say, okay, you have been diagnosed with an excess of blood and I have to treat you by draining some of your vital fluids through a vein or with leeches. So despite the risk of death from blood loss, bloodletting remained a common medical practice until the 19th century. There was no scale. They just carry, like, take something and puncture your, your vein and just allow blood to be pouring out into a bowl. Just like that. No, there's no way that they will wait to know how much blood should come out. How will you even know? Because the method was really crazy. And despite the risk of death... Bloodletting remained a common medical practice until the 19th century. Medieval doctors prescribed it for every single thing. And you know what? The worst part is that barbers offered it as a service alongside haircuts and shaves. So if you just go there and say, I want, I want to cut my hair, they'll tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, right, welcome, welcome. Do you also want to get a bloodlet? <laughs> that is crazy. Really, really crazy. Anyway... Thankfully, research in the 19th century revealed that bloodletting could be harmful rather than helpful. So it caused the practice to fall out of favor. But today, controlled bloodletting and leeching are still used as treatments for certain rare illnesses, but it is controlled. There's, there are special people in charge of it, not just anybody, not just any Tom, Dick and Harry can do it. Now, let's move over to brain surgery, shall we? Now, there is this some surgery they used to carry out, right? They call it chepanin. It's the process of boring a hole into somebody's skull. No, you're not, you're not hearing double I said they will bore a hole into the skull. Like, take... Boy. <clears throat> See, eh? <laughs> Do you know that there are some skulls that were unearthed by scientists? And imagine you're just going around unearthing things. Archaeologists and other people who are interested in all those things. Eh? Digging out stuff. And every skull they're digging, they're saying holes. But ah, what's happening? Did they fight? But then 
it was not a fight. It was not a massacre. It's actually trepanning the earliest surgery for which there is archaeological evidence. Kira, to talk more about that when we come back from this break, don't touch it down. Don't go nowhere. Enjoy the song by Rihanna and it's titled Man Down. Catch up this show on www.africatechradio.com. I actually imagine if I was the one who actually performed some music, some songs that are making it in the industry, like I had that talent. It would have been so amazing. See me singing to <laughs> Anyway, you're welcome back to Check Me Back on Africa Tech Radio. My name is Lillian, and we have been talking about some technological innovations of the past. And today, we decided to talk about the medical field, okay? I've told you about bloodletting and now this trepanning. Let's just call it trepanation. Now, trepanation is the oldest form of surgery. It is also one of the most gruesome. As far back as 7,000 years ago, civilizations around the world engaged in trepanation. Now, what did that mean? What it means that they would take something like a drill and bore a hole. They would bore a hole in the skull to cure illnesses. Now, there's so many speculations as to why this was happening. Some people said that it's because they were doing a tribal ritual or they want to release evil spirits. And there's no other place to release evil spirits but through the head. I don't understand. But that is what um, the speculations carried. And others said that it was because of illnesses. So the speculations have said that it was to release evil spirits. That one was because of the mental ill patients. They know that this illness is in their head, right? And decide to bore a hole. Now, it might be possible that this is the combination of both because back then, the things they used to think about, this people used to burn witches. They did a lot of things back then and nothing, I won't put anything past them. But what the most standard argument was that it was to cure illnesses. So they treat epilepsy, headaches, they treat abscesses, they treat blood clots, I'm going back to headache right now. Just close your eyes for a second and imagine that you have a headache and you go to your, you tell your dad, daddy, I have a headache. And they say, okay, come, let's go to the physician. Then you go to the physician and the physician says, just lay down there. And then he brings his tool. <laughs> Shabalistic. <laughs> Somebody will go somewhere with me. <laughs> Don't try me. Don't even do that. I mean, there are many people who are still scared of syringes. Syringe ordinary syringe and you're not telling that you want to drill it or what how why like why is that even a question why is that even even a method of treatment let me just just get upset i don't want to get upset at all right now so let's just leave that one and move over to the next one now anything that has to do with um children i really get upset when you want to maltreat or anything that might hurt them and i'm still wondering how i'm going to have my own people because <laughs> I'll be so protective, man. Like, don't sit there. You're going to fall, you know? <laughs> but in the old days, seriously now, in the old days, infant mortality was sky high. And m- much of the time, the reason for that death was unknown because back then they didn't have the technology that we have today, right? So it was unknown. Children used to die at like six months. They died down like a year, two years of age. And coincidentally, it was around the time that they were teething. You know what teething is when their first teeth are coming through. So the geniuses of those days thought that, you know what? I don't think that this is a coincidence. It is not a coincidence. 
because it's coming around when their teeth starts coming out so are you sure that it's not the teeth that's causing this problem yeah in fact in england and wales in 1839 about 5,000 deaths were attributed to teething even by 1910 and the figure was 1,600 so they decided to do something about we cannot sit by and watch our children die mbano don't mind me i'm trying to copy Nigerian Hollywood elders meeting. But this was not really good for the children because all the things that they brought for this treatment really did not... It was not good for kids. Like, these people are really fragile and you're introducing things like bleeding, blistering, placing leeches on the gums, and they even burned the back of some babies' heads. So in the 16th century, French surgeon Ambrose Paré introduced gum lancing. Now, what is gum lancing? This is really crazy, right? What he did is he said that he would lance a baby's gum up to 10 times and he treated his first patient, the baby of 18 months, and he said that as soon as he saw some swelling of the gums, he took out his lancet and cut the gums down to the teeth. So that's what it was, like shaving the gum to the teeth when he sees the first swelling of the gum. And that was what people now started using. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, we don't really know how many children died from infections that would have developed from that procedure because it happened for a long time, even till 1938. It still happened. There was like a textbook that gave these instructions on how to do gum lancing. Walla, 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 walla. Now let's move over to the next one, or should we? I think we should move this over to next time because this is a series on the medical field. Then we are going to move over to another field, telling you about some of the things that, and some of the technological innovations of the past. And I have a question. Should we bring back any of these ones, right? The first one I told you about was bloodletting, when you just remove blood because everything that happens in the body is because of excess blood. That was their own theory, right? So they will now drain the body of the blood and then stop it when they feel like. And then there's also the oldest brain surgery known to man. That's the boring of all in the skull. And then the last one is the lancing of the baby's gum where they will just do what? They will cut the teeth when they see that it is growing so they are going to shave it shave it shave it gum up to that teeth part it is really crazy and i'm sure the children must have been in serious pain so is there any of these things that deserves a comeback i for one thing that i'm so thankful that these things are now extinct and they are no longer around because i don't like pain i don't like seeing people in pain and all these things seem painful because there was no anesthesia then you know and you will not numb me i will still feel every single thing it's not fair is it next week we'll have some more for you so make sure you join us on africa tech radio on the website because this will also be posted there every other episode posted there you can follow us on social media at a tech radio like a tech radio isn't it clever <laughs> up next is culture spotlight and we are going to be shedding a light on the culture that is zulu don't touch that down enjoy this one nobody tests me jesse jags we'll be right back thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com